You are now checked in to Stand Up New York Labs. Oh, yeah. You're listening to Lust for Life with James L. Mattern and Benji Suswine. All right, everybody. It's America's number one podcast. It's voted on by Canadians and opera stars. I don't know if you know what's going on behind the scenes. There's a lot of opera going on. I am James O'Mattern, Lust for Life, left of the dial, be who you is, the individuals. I mean, we should have said this the first 60 episodes, so people really gave us an identity. But we, I mean, we knew it in our hearts. We, we did say this. Like the first two. And then after, it was like, hey, let's get right into it. With us today is a guy who eats carrots. Yeah, I feel like we, we set it up nicely. You probably did. I think I failed. No, you're just hard on you. You just love being hard on yourself. Well, it's also December, and it's just very hard to be positive when you. You get out. that seasonal depression stuff. It's all over for me. I need to go to Boca. <laughs> I'm gonna live in Boca. I'm just going to do the. I mean, yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do out there. Is it the temperature or the lack of light? Sunlight. Is it just dark? I just need sunlight. I mean, the cold don't help either. When you're shivering, timbers when you're layered up in your room. Right. Then you're up to creep. I got still. a space heater going. Oh, the space heater. God bless it. Um, let me do I I think I have to introduce who's talking. If you're but gonna if do you're, it right. Yes, I sometimes I do it. You're right. I do everything wrong. <laughs> Damn it, Benji, it is December. You can't even apply that I'm not doing something right. Um, he is the hand of the king. He is the right hand. Um, as I'm giving him this intro, it's the first time in about five months that he is not pantomime jerking. There he is. I did think about it and I was like Eventually, we can't yeah. do that. Well, you can't do it more. We'll discuss that some other time. He has a good head of hair. He's got a good head on his body, <laughs> shoulders, whatever it is. He is Benji Suswine, a.k.a. the Ace Sweet. 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 Sweet wine. There he is. One man, one man clap. I like one it. Man, so we don't know what the fuck's going on. Um, our third mic is late. Our uh, guest is running late, but at least has contacted us. We'll weave ourselves, baby. We have ourselves. I have been having interweb issues with my my PH own, and um, (laughs) these two people I don't because I'm such a. (laughs) It's not PH one. No, my PH own man, my phone. Yeah, I know, but it's O N E, which is one. (laughs) All right, all of a sudden it's a one man show. (laughs) No one's here now. Um, So these people only Facebook me. And so they're probably Facebook me all day. Uh, I got a thing with my Facebook. You got to uh, who do people still Facebook message? Yes. I don't even get it on my phone. Well, you're a higher level person who doesn't get seasonal depression. <laughs> I don't know about that. Have you been sad? You look out of it today. I'm worried about you. You had a big the night past, last night. Yeah, the past like month, I think I've been out of it. What are you out of it? About? You're working too hard. <sighs> working hard, but also I think it has to do with the. It's just nighttime at two, at noon. It's. It's 1.30 and the sun's going down. And I'm like, what is happening today? Everyone in the West Coast or in Florida, but the southern parts of Florida, I hope you appreciate your lives. I hope you appreciate this. I've been out here almost nine years. I'm from the desert. And you still get depressed there. But I'll tell you straight up, it is insane when it gets brick cold, like mm. December has gotten in New York. And it does seem perpetually to be darkness all day. It's just dark and cold. And Alaska, God bless any... Their suicide rate is through the roof in Alaska. Is that true? Yes, it's very high. Is um, that only during the six months of darkness? I would think so. But I bet. for you to even get through those six months, they should be giving you medals. Don't you get paid to live there? 
I think they pay you really well because there's no reason to, and there's a chance you will be taking your soul. Right. Before you get ten, before you get tenured at your job, your union job, you might be in a box. Mm-hmm. The the carpenters union might be paying. But for you your hear, funeral. but you hear it's beautiful there. Oh, it's delightful. No, I don't know. <laughs> I, I fell in love with a girl there years ago. Who is a? They have uh, girls there? They do have a couple. <laughs> she was a beautiful girl. Yeah, yes, Super Tramp is sitting in a she brand was new booth. A seal. I. I'd F a seal. Really? No. I mean, a Navy mind. seal? No. Navy. Well, it depends if it's the the gender. But let's be on that. Discriminate. God, I'm fascinated with sea life. Let's just go sideways for a while. Ocean, like yeah. Marine biology. I, I love it. Um, if it wouldn't, if it didn't take like 35 years of school, I probably would have considered doing it. Mm-hmm. And probably three jobs in the whole country. Um, we're really fucking the oceans up these days. Yes, they're not going to be left in a few years, but <laughs> neither will we. I mean, the way things are going. I don't know if you're watching Newsroom. There's no more carbonite or carbon in the. Fuck it. Okay. Um. <laughs> I love killer whales to the point where I have rewatched Blackfish a hundred times. I still haven't seen it. I'll watch. I thought it you were going to say Free Willy. No, I don't like that. Oh come on! I, I'm never effed with that. Really? No, can't do it. Never effed with Willy. Never. Uh, my own, yes. What are you going to do? It's. I don't know if you know. It, it it's is December. Free. What are you going to do? <laughs> lollipop, lollipop. Um, yes, sir. Nah, I said the joke. It. It's, it worked well. <laughs> do you think about? Orcas, killer whales, how far they... They don't sit still. If you live in the sea, you don't hang in one place. They fly. You have no residence. They're just soaring. You're at the Arctic one day. Next thing you know, hello, Australia. That's amazing. No, that takes months, probably. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Yeah, but they're gonna, what do you think you're going to do? They're going to go boop, 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 boop. I think that's how they talk. And then flip back. Birds. Birds go, do the same. They get insane. their migration. They migrate, yeah. But they have to rest. I bet these guys rest. A little bit, but like it, this flopping your arms hurts a lot more than just and eating just all the fish in soaring. your way. Yeah. Hello, plankton. The the, uh, the orcas don't eat the plankton. What do they eat? The seals. <laughs> yeah, or the fish. They, fish. they kill. Why they got the? That's how they got the little name. Killer whales. I know. But it's the it's the big one. The big old God, I love big that. old whales that have the, the baleen. Baleen? They, they just—it's called. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, they like filter out. They've got like, like, like instead of teeth, they have like little mesh filters, and they just Killer filter whales? out, like plankton. No, uh, big old sperm whales, gray yeah, whales. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like but a the, coffee but filter. The, yeah. We really need to get workers are, uh, are, are. I know, know, I know, a couple. You know, a couple. I just said there's three jobs in the whole country, so you get you know sixty-six percent. I know two of them. You know, oh, you God. know, I worked for both uh, gals. I worked for 10 weeks. It seems like a gal job. They would. Worked for 10 kids. weeks at a place called the Dolphin Research Center. Get in, out of uh, here. In the Florida Keys. The Miami Dolphins? <laughs> it is in the Florida Keys. It's in the ESPN. Yeah, I, yeah. Super <laughs> Tramp gave you a weird look. I've never in the years of knowing He's each got other. Some side eye. The look he gave you? <laughs> holy smokes. Yeah, I worked for the Miami Dolphins. Wait, what'd Dolphins. you learn from the Dolphins? I worked. Why? Well, I, I didn't. Uh, well, I learned. How to blow a fourth quarter lead. Hey, what uh, the uh, hell's oh, going oh, on over here? Yes, go on. No, I was uh, I worked as a photographer and documentary Tarian, whatever. You would shoot videographer. I would I would shoot. Oh my so god. It was it's one of those facilities. It's a photography joke. You got pe- fired. <laughs> people came and they swam uh, with the dolphins. I'd love to swim with a dolphin. And well, you could do it at the Dolphin Research Center. I think well, in Vegas, maybe I'll do this. I'll scrap up some money. Um, I've always wanted to take one of my little cousins who has also got ne- nephew status cuz you know the Italians, we do all that shit. <laughs> um there's a shark reef and all kinds of cool stuff at the Mandalay Bay. They also have dolphins in that. And I knew a girl who swam with the dolphins in journalism school. 
Hmm. Long, beautiful girl, busty. God bless her. Slept with my friend who ended up going to jail for murder. That's another story. <laughs> when we do our cereal spinoff here. <laughs> and then he didn't meet them for a drink. But uh, we'll discuss that. But I, I remember her getting in front of the, the, the class when they're asking people what they do. And her, uh, yeah, I work at this with the dolphins. You swim with the dolphins. The girl turning bright red, pure of joy. I swim with the dolphins. And every girl's just like, ah, like it was Shangri-La. They love that. Yeah, so that was the, the coolest part about my job. I was just taking pictures, but I could show up a half hour before or stay a half hour later. I could just go down to the docks and uh, play with the dolphins, basically. Like, they, they really like back rubs. They, yes, uh, they do. They're like dogs. They'll play, they'll play fetch. So if I, just, if I would just come down, they would, they'd pretty frequently they would bring me some seaweed, and, and they would just kind of play catch with that. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're smart. I was about to say, they're very intelligent. Temperament right? like dogs, but they're smarter. Yeah. I think in India, they just banned having whales and dolphins in captivity. Good for Saying them. that they feel pain and suffering and that it really messes with them. And you think the movie, I mean, you haven't seen Blackfish. I haven't seen it, but I know it. It's, yeah. I mean, it, it is a great film. I mean, it's going to fuck with you emotionally. But it also, they are a, I think they're a beautiful, they're my favorite animal. I think they're beautiful to watch. They're so powerful. Yeah. I wish there was 18 other documentaries on, like, in depth with them. And I would just watch them on a loop. I swear to God. I know it does oh. not fit my character type at all. I could see that. I love them. You care. They're powerful. No, but they're also just powerful. They're beautiful yeah. to watch. They're black. You know, I love is, the color is black. The orcas specifically? Yes. That you love? Yes, there's other sea animals I love. I mean, I, I think I do like the color black and white. I love penguins, just bouncing around. Mm. They don't give a shit. They'll take your finger off. Would they? Yeah. When was? Didn't I tell the story? It's if your finger was a fish. Yeah, absolutely. No, but they'll bite your fingers if needed. Years ago, I'm a young buck, and we're in the San Diego Zoo. My grandma, my great grandma, aka Nana, you're Italian, and uh, my aunt Michelle, and for some reason they have a penguin display in the San Diego Zoo. Couldn't find one at fucking SeaWorld, but the hmm. San Diego Zoo, a whole bunch of them, and no one's hanging out. San Diego Zoo, you hear all this hype. It seemed like eight people were there the whole damn day. Really? Yeah, no one's there. It's the middle of summer. Should Have you be been there. to the Bronx Zoo? No, I still haven't. Are you years. legit? I want to go. I went to a camp there I for one summer. You're just hanging out? You're camping? Bronx Zoo day camp. That's how you toughen up New York kids. <laughs> Set up a tent. Um, Right next to this lion? Yeah, don't be a pussy. <laughs> you ride the six train. What are you scared of? So there's a bunch of penguins... And one in particular was like flirting with my aunt. It was a weird thing. And if you ask my aunt, she'd still tell you it was like, it's like flirting. She remembers to this day its number. They all have little bracelets. Wow. Like if I called her Never now, forget. she'd be like 6655F31, whatever the <laughs> it's shit like a is. phone number. I still might try and do that. Maybe I'll text her. And you see. should see a documentary, Encounters at the End of the World, tell about me about Antarctica. It, Oh, I would really love Really fascinating stuff. Also, the people that end up there, because obviously no native people. But uh, they have a whole thing about the penguins there. They're this, I don't know if it's common, but there's one penguin. They all have to do this, like, march to the ocean. Yes. One was going the opposite direction into the mountains. They went and got it and turned it around, and it wouldn't listen. And every time they would pick it up and bring it near the ocean, it would turn and walk back just into the mountains, basically like committing suicide. And there was nothing they can do. You know? Oh, my God. They're... And it just walked into the mountain. They usually see it waddling off to its own demise. It was really, it, it was powerful. I, I, don't, I can't go on now. <laughs> Maybe he had seasonal affective disorder. Oh. Right. Does that mean I'm going to do the same thing? You guys put me on the watch. <laughs> penguin watch. All right, I text my aunt. I'm going to see what happens with this. Okay. Maybe that will give us more joy after They got penguins, penguins in the Bronx, too, I'm pretty sure. Well, I want to go. 
Depending if I have a if I have a girl. Free next time it's good. Yeah, but I mean, we can't go now, right? We're at two degrees. I mean, it's still open now. I think it's always open. Why well, leave Thursday? That'd be interesting. Wednesday. You can so go, yeah. Free every Wednesday. Go to the zoo zoo. Let's get in cahoots and do a podcast at the zoo. Big plans are happening. A zoo cast. A zoo cast. Um, Joe Harari, the booker at stand-up, might be taking over the pencil for this show, the book. Ooh. He's talking about it, and his first... I mean, do I air all this out? And if it doesn't happen, who gives a shit? We might be going to a very popular restaurant. We're going to try and have a live podcast at a New York landmark. I mean, it's probably not going to happen. We, I'll be blunt. We're going to try and do a live show at Wohop. In you had me at Blunt. It's, yes. Well, <laughs> it'll be after January, too, Hey-o. so you'll be in. Um, Wohop. Let's do it. If we can pull this off. It would be the greatest. Oh, flies running into our ears. We probably should put that in because it's a Chinese restaurant in New York City. Let's be honest. None of them are. are if they get an A, it's because someone's getting paid off mm. for the health code. Let's be real about this. I feel like there's some nice nice ones now. Yeah, but they're like Menagon Chinese restaurants. They're, they're like they're like your Ruby Foos and shit like that. Mm. It ain't someone really from the boat. Like you go to like a Ruby Foos. Those are like Japanese and Koreans and shit. That, you know, regular white people can't tell the difference because we're ignorant. And right. they just, hey, welcome to Ruby Foods. Fuckers from Yokonawa <laughs> up there is like, oh, yes, we love this. Uh, or pineapple chicken. You think they eat pineapple chicken in goddamn um, China? No. I wonder if what their food's like there. Is it like our Chinese food here? Well, I'd like to quote. Um, no. <laughs> Actually, there was a thing um, on the history of fast food. When I, I went years without cable. And when I moved in with Mike Vecchione in Inwood. We had cable. I did not want to leave my house initially. I'm like, I just want to watch anything that's on. And I watched a special on, like, the Food Network about the history of fast food. And so, of course, they do hamburgers. They do hot dogs. Right. Peanut butter and jelly. Or, like, American fat. Um, Chinese, they're saying uh, the modern Chinese food that we all get as takeout is kind of an American invention. I would have guessed that. Yes. That's that's it. Because... Mm. This shit is no good. I for love you. it though. It's great. I've I've cut it out basically Ooh. out of my life. I will go. I need it. I'm gonna Keeps be on me a, alive. Oh, I love it. I mean, how often do you eat it a week? Never more than once a week. I got up to like three times a week probably. No good. And that's I when think, I was ballooned up. Remember, when I was ballooned up. Boom, 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 is boom. that your last supper? If you get to, if you have to, you know, if you the execution, they give you one meal. What do you, what do you go to? Do you know how good you are? Why? You're good. <laughs> you you. Why are, let's be real real quick before I answer. Why the fuck aren't you trying to get on 60 Minutes? Why don't you find a way to get a journalism degree? I'm working on it. Jesus nice Christ. Maury Safin. That's the Maury Safin shit right there you're doing. Wow. Oh, I'm, I'm blushing. Okay, last meal. I've thought about this. Especially in this season, I think about that a lot. <laughs> I want everyone out there worried about me. I want phone calls, three in the morning. Hi. No, keeps them listening. <laughs> Keeping tabs. On the... Keep them on their what? Their toey toes. Um, and where this is going, we might just be talking about whales and, and Chinese food this whole episode, and I'll be fine. Whale may be your final meal. If this <laughs> happens, then that is the episode right before Christmas. There we if go. If you're hearing this. Because Chinese food. It's a go-to Christmas. I've done that before. All right. Last meal. Isn't there a dude on death row who went with all 31 flavors that Baskin Robbins had? Wasn't that Timothy Ooh. McVie? Is that true? I think he did that smart. I really like. Is that steak. the Oklahoma City bomber? I think so. I think he went with thirty-one flavors. 
of ice cream. I remember how just make it rib pot like a like a scavenger hunt <laughs> to keep you going. Yeah, and I think it's kind of cool because then when you're going out, you're all poopy and all that. You're gassy on the chair. Oh, everyone's coming down with you. Yeah, you're going down. You got anything to say? Yeah. Right. right I there. want Chinese food from China. That's just what to, you want. Just to extend, and you got to wait another week. <laughs> And then it disappoints you. It's yeah. too much for you. It's actually just it, rice. It's just rice. <laughs> it's rice and a piece of fish. Right, exactly. It's like the North Korean. God, that is interesting. I mean, I guess it would be boring. But most people go with like steak. Steak, and I feel like it's a go-to. Steak and lobster, like. Um, I, I would do you just get it. unlimited? How does it work? They just like just. Uh, do they time you? I don't know. <laughs> we need to know the rules. Do you get a dessert too? Do I? Can I pick a salad up for like? Right. I would want a dessert if I'm dying too. I would really want some um, bread pudding or mm. bananas fosters. Mm. But then, do you want to be that hyper before they put you in the chair? I don't think that's going to make a difference. There's some uh, some pretty good like photography projects that people have done just photographing last meals, like historical last meals. Oh, I gotta get into. Yeah, we check should it get out. them on Google the show too. Any cool ones? Any? No, I mean, nothing nothing memorable, but just was interesting in the pictures. What about you? Your nice. last meal? Would you finally eat meat? No. Oh, but no. I don't know. I, just I'm, a taste. Just a, give me a no, little. No, no, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no piece of me that like needs to do that. Probably spaghetti. I love it. Maybe like a bowl of cereal. A bowl of cereal, final meal. And pie. What type of pie? Blueberry. A little blue ice cream. Berry ice cream pie. I got. I'm gonna be honest. I love you to death. I have to judge your <laughs> last meal there. Yeah. Anything at in the world. At that point, freaking kill yourself. Jeez. I mean, at, yeah, it's your last meal. You've committed a crime, but they, at that point, they would, because it's your last meal, they would kill a panda, which I think is illegal, and feed you panda if you wanted. Would they do that? I mean, uh, and right. And you're like, can I have a slice of blueberry pie from Denny's? What the fuck is this? Right, right. now, I'm in the mood for spaghetti and blueberry pie, so what are you going to do? And who cooks these? Is it the guy who touches their booty at the prison? I hear the prison's a bunch of co- you know, a bunch of I think, cooks. Pr- I think they their get booty. it from places. Like I think you can specify oh, a certain place. I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'd put them on a scavenger hunt of sorts. Yeah, go all over the place. I want fries from Chicago, <laughs> and pizza from. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I would not mind a pizza. Like a, a, you know what I would like? I would not mind Illuminati's pizza from Chicago. That upside down shit. The Chicago style, mm. full of meat. And then once again, that gets you all binded and your booty's no good and you just stink out everyone in the thing. I did a podcast I the other it. day where you go on a stage and then the two hosts banter with yeah. you and they ask you about, the topic was pizza and booty. Two things I am a connoisseur <laughs> on, I'd say. Um, I'm obsessed and uh, addicted to both. And at one point they go, where do you stand with that Chicago pizza? It's garbage, right? And I told them to fillet themselves. And I said, anyone doesn't like that Chicago pizza? Never had. I, I, I mean, I had a vegetarian, so You're maybe You're not going to get the full deal. Okay. But you, what I got, I, I didn't really dig. You need all the meats. I mean, the, Chicago, all, everything they talk about the Midwest, particularly Chicago, like the old the Bears bits with the meat and the uh, heart attack. Bears. Yeah, I mean, that is what they serve you. Yeah. It is, let's get a heart attack. I was in Switzerland. They actually just... Like vendors on the street have plates of cheese and meat. That's what they were doing. Oh, Just it was amazing. Well, that's good. Well, it sounds like we we can that's stop bantering well. in a minute. Sounds like too bad. We're just finding our groove. Tell him him talking about growing up in Chicago. Oh, uh, now we're gonna start and, with the pizza. And, and, no, we're gonna end up with the goddamn. We're gonna end up. All right, look, everybody. We it's didn't know we're doing. It's about to get serious. It's about to get somewhat serious. You know, there's a lot of shit going on in the news with cops, abuse, 
race relations. In uh, New York, we've had a town hall meeting and yep. um, a dear, you know, Rebecca, dear friend of the show, yeah, uh, The Creek in the Cave. And Will really brought down the house. He was really good talking. Oh, it's not Will. It's not Will. Okay, good. Let's just, then we won't get that serious. Come on in, Angel. Ayana Dookie hello, is going to sit in. So we still might get to this, not to this serious. Do you think, you think we'd have more listeners if we weren't all over the, and there's Will. Good, there now you can hear it. All right, so we will end up talking serious. I Back to serious. Know. All right, we're going to talk to serious shit. Okay. But we've done about 20 minutes about random stuff real quick. Okay. All right. Um, killer whales. Any thoughts on them? Orcas. Pro or against? <laughs> I don't think we should kill them. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, la- uh, Chinese food, yay or nay? Authentic. You mean like from China? Yeah, not the stuff that's in the, you know, on the corner. Oh, I love the corner stuff. What about Woha? No clue. Okay. Now, what about your last meal? You went on a murdering, let's say hypothetically you leave us, or actually the reason you're late is because you murdered seven people today. Mm. And now the cops are coming to get you. You're going to get prosecuted quick, and you're going to be on death row. What is your last meal? We just did our last meal. I still haven't really said. Funnel cake? Funnel. Look, at, I love Ooh. someone who doesn't hesitate when they do yeah, this shit. Yeah, you had it written down. Funnel cake. Um, I'm going to have some pizza. 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 See, I, I think I'm leaning towards... A specific place? I want my pizza from... You know, I have yet to go to Artichoke Pizza, but I heard it Oh, it's crack. good. Opening one. There's crack. Close to my apartment. Bitches, Astoria! Move it on up! Fuck oh, wow. you all! Yeah, I don't know why I had to yell it. Anything else? And the funnel cake's your dessert? I'm gonna take some onion rings, too. That's a last meal. Wow. Will, your we're, final We're gonna meal? bring him on in a sec. We're gonna uh, bring him on, and we'll open uh, with that, oh, oh, then we'll get hey, heavy. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. I was whoa. All right, so this has been a really good segment. We do got all the pieces on the chessboard now. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to let people get settled. I might pee. I don't know. I'm going to pee. You can do it. I, I'm sorry I rushed you in. It's not. And it's everyone should know your shirt, five stars right now. It's <laughs> unfucking believable. It is. It's my I'm final champion. meal. Will's pretty good, too. All right. Hey, thanks. We're going to talk some serious <laughs> shit. But look, it's a serious matter. We're also, we're funny. We're, gonna, we're just going to be human beings talking. There will be laughs. Don't freak the fuck out if you only listen for the laughs. But we're not about just the laughs. Here. We're about life. Life Lust is, for e- life. Even when life is sad, there's there's happiness. And even at its happiest, there's moments of melancholy and seriousness and rage. And we're going to get all the emotions, like Jim Valbano said. Right? Every day, if you can wake up, you can laugh, think, and cry. That's a good day. We're going to do it all on this podcast. We'll see you in a minute. Let's go back. We're back here. Um, Ayana Dookie is sitting in a lover to death. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Still with the Benji and our guest today. No, baby, you're here forever. You're going to outlive me on this show. Nice. Because like I said, you're 60 minutes. I'm just a buffoon. (laughs) I just have energy and one-liners. Okay. Will Miles is coming in, baby. He's right here. How's it going? How's it going? Yeah. Coming. Um, Thank you. Interesting story. (laughs) Was a part of the town hall at the Creek in the Cave. Um, Quick story before we get into it. And um, we're going to start with Last Meal. Okay, cool. Because that's we teased it, buddy. And I have a radio background, so we do teases. (laughs) So this was uh, on a Wednesday in December at the Creek. I get to the Creek in the Cave, and the energy's through the roof. And people are serious. And there's people there that you never see there. And the great Ted Alexandro and him and Jeffrey Joseph are there. And they're going to hold the court. And there's a panel. And it's amazing. It was electric to be there. And pe- people are debating. People getting upset. 
people are arguing, which you have to. You have to get messy on a topic like this. All, it was amazing, and I felt like a chooch because downstairs on Wednesday nights at 9 o'clock is when Tim Warner and I do Get in the Ring, a Guns N' Roses Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> we had no idea that this, I had no idea this town hall was coming. I left doing TV the podcast here with Chris Laker, and Chris like, yeah, you know the town hall meeting. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> town hall meeting? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, Ted and Jeffrey Joseph, uh, it's going to fucking play all these fucking police and this shit going on. And I'm all, oh shit, I had no idea. We've been hyped up because we hadn't recorded in weeks. Tim's been out of town, and we have a great tribute band that we've seen live called Appetite for Destruction. And now we feel like jerk offs <laughs> that we're excited down there. The band's right. fired up, and upstairs, people, you know, trying to right the fucking world. Mm -hmm. You know, just just a simple issue of race relationships and people right. dying. And we're down there going, <laughs> like, when you, in other news. Yeah, and, and we're down there going, when you play Welcome to the Jungle, what do you think? Right. Do you think Slash would approve? It was utter insanity. But that that beats good turnout. We drew we drew okay. We did all right. But it, it was it was it was it was a really weird parallel to be a part of. Mm -hmm. So it was really crazy. And uh, yeah, Will, you had a big part up there. Yeah, yeah it was things. a it was a very cool thing to do. It was uh was happy to be a part of it. Really good. I, I'm just glad. Yeah, it was all led by Ted and Jeff. So. And Rebecca. We're dudes I love, and everyone knows I love Rebecca, and she's yeah. been on this show, and she's going to be on it more. Um, we've already talked to her about that. And uh, just try I talked to her after, and you could tell. I mean, she was not talking about that issue, but everything else we talked about, we're just talking about comedy, had fear, like anger. Yeah, oh, she was fired up. Like nothing that. was going yeah. to be, like you could be like, man, pistachio ice cream. Fucking pistachio walks around like it's fucking better than me. Who the fuck is pistachio? And I'm like, I love you, girl. Yeah, you nuts, yeah. and I love you. And I mean, nuts in a good way. Real quick, Back to last pistachio. meal. Last, last meal. meal. All right. Hopefully, uh, it's pistachio ice cream. Who I would, the fuck I would does definitely. It think it is? I want. See, I'm lactose intolerant, so last meal I can have cheese and ice cream. Yeah, you so. should. We That's were what we were saying. Oh yeah, definitely. Go in. So my last meal is probably all going to be milk products. Because then you're going out with a big f you to everyone there. Yeah, gassy. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to be shitting my pants on the way out, uh, just like it was on the way in. I assume. Exactly. <laughs> 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 I'm guessing so. I'm <laughs> guessing. So I would have. What do I really? I like lasagna. Oh, I think. Yeah. Oh, it would be so good. A lot of Italian food. Yeah, I mean. It's yeah. rich. Oh man. I really like Italians. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's what he said. Uh, oh, yeah. So I would have lasagna, bunch of ricotta cheese. Ricotta cheese, delightful. I would have... Oh, a cannoli going cannoli. out would be great. That would be good. Cheesecake. Uh, cheesecake. I want a lemon square, one of those lemon squares that comes like from a, from a dope bakery. <laughs> a glass of milk. And <laughs> but let's be honest. But a glass of strawberry milk, probably. Ooh. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. Here's the problem. We're all making it sound like we're gonna get executed in New York. Um, we're gonna be like an hour outside of Jacksonville. Where the oh, fuck no. are we gonna get good Italian food? Mm. That's true. Mm. Figure. I feel like what you, bakery do they have close to? Daytona? Fly it in. Yeah. Yeah, the you fuck? I'm getting killed. Yeah. The least you could do. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> the least they could do. The least we could have done is not become murderers. Apparently, though. Nah, nah, nah. That's asking uh, that's too much. Crazy. Maybe you should have <laughs> chopped up them women if you really want to eat that big ziti asshole. <laughs> I swear, I mind things gonna be. I'm gonna. I want it from. Chicago. I want my pizza Ooh, yeah. from Chicago. Mm -hmm. I want Chinese food from Hong Kong. Oh my God! Extend yeah, extend a whole week. Fish and chips from London. Exactly. There's there a go. there's a pizza place in Chicago called Pequods. Oh, I'm a mess so good. 
Everybody goes to Giordano's or like Illuminati. Illuminati's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all delicious. Pequod's is amazing, though. I would have that before I went Ooh. out. I'm starving. Yeah, I think oh, I'm, right. do, I'm so hungry right now. And <laughs> yeah, I think right? I'm doing meat. I'm doing yeah. like a steak or maybe I would I would mess with some Chinese food. I just I love it. Now you're going to make me eat if Chinese food tonight. I got to lose. I got to be 172 when I get on the plane in four days. What are you mm-hmm. now? I'm just going to be back home and I'm going to eat for the holidays. I'm going <laughs> to eat nothing that. but cookies. Why mm. is everybody's last meal consist mainly of desserts though? My, no, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do a dessert. Why wouldn't you? You're going to be dead. Yeah, it's not. Joy. It's not my taste. I'm I'm a salty guy. I'm a salty guy too. I love French fries and pizza You're and a salty steak. Guy. You just named. You just I just named strawberry <laughs> milk ice cream. <laughs> strawberry milk. Oh yeah. I would open with Napoleons. Then I would go with six cannolis and <laughs> and five coogans. Yeah. But I like salt. <laughs> and then I'll just put a salt shake. All right, well, let's get to some serious shit. Okay. Yeah. On that note. How are we going to segue this? All right. Speaking of milk. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of murder. Ooh. <laughs> Will grew up in Chicago. Yes. Race relations are still, to this day, very strange. And the segregation is still very strange in Chicago. Oh, absolutely. When Everything is strange in Chicago. It's a, it's a very good... I love the town. Everyone talks about the Midwest with... Um, manners and and just being very warm and yet um what's the word like uh like a covert racism still exists like the friendliest Mm. people in the world will say i I, I know a lot of people from the midwest and they'll be like hey blah 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 blah, and they're so sweet and they'll give you shirts and then they'll be like oh what about them like did you just make a racist comment right there you seem like you you feed homeless people why are you turning like but is that like what you dealt with growing up Definitely. I grew up in uh, on the north side of Chicago. And if the north side is like all the stuff you see on TV, uh, and the south side and the west side are where you don't see, you see on TV like the news. Like that's where all this stuff happens that gets on the news. But the north side is like Sears Tower, Wrigley Field, all that stuff. So there's not like a bunch of black people on the north side. But I did grow up down the street from Cabrini Green Projects, okay. which was uh, one of the most well-known projects, I think. But it got torn down and they got relocated, all that stuff, when I was a teenager. Uh, so my neighborhood, my grammar school, my elementary school, K through 8, that's how Chicago school systems work. You go kindergarten through 8th grade. Was half kids from like Cabrini Green and Alco Gardens and other projects. Um, but also half kids from Lincoln Park, which is this affluent, mostly white neighborhood directly next to uh, Cabrini Green. So my experience was just like trying to find a balance between those two. Mm-hmm. So I would like I was like, all right, I'm not hanging out with you guys because you won't accept me because I don't live in the projects. I'm not hanging out with you guys because I don't live in Lincoln Park. So my first nine years were basically just like fuck everybody. You were an <laughs> island. Were you yeah. an, an island amongst yourself? Oh yeah, big time. But I think that's what made me like want to go to creative shit. So I just started art school and I would travel around the city doing art and stuff like that. Art school. Art school, yeah. Which very. I'm accepted. guessing yeah, but I'm yeah. guessing a lot of mostly white kids though. Mostly, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, this program, Marwin, takes kids from all over the city. So I went to Art Institute for a second, and that was mostly white. And then I went to Marwin, and that was, like, mostly Latino. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very fascinating with Chicago, how it's still a town where they talk about north side's white people. Yeah, yeah. South side. Because mm-hmm. right. you know, they always brought that up with uh, what I care about, baseball, the Cubs and the White Sox. Yeah. The big difference and everything. And the, the two stadiums are honestly, like, three miles apart, two miles it's not that far. They're not that far, but they make it sound like yeah. it's there's a big wall between them and right. yeah, the people Berlin climb wall. the walls yeah. and it's like f you, you ain't shit, son. It's like insane. It's there's really like close. seven train lines and one train line is between 
Wrigley Field and uh, Comiskey or Comiskey. whatever it's called now. U.S. Cell- U.S. Cellular, yeah. Whatever. Hawk Harrelson Fields. Yeah, Mr. right. Dog, basically, as far as I'm concerned. Um, now, why is it so divided? Why do you think there's oh. such a delicate issue of race there? A lot of people say it's the first Mayor Daley. So we had Mayor Daley when I was growing up, and his father was the original Mayor Daley. Vote early and often, right? Right. And he was around in like, I don't know. I don't know the exact dates, but I think it was like 60s, 70s. And uh, he, his idea mainly, and the mayors before him, was to have each neighborhood reflect the citizens that live there. So like if it was a Polish neighborhood, everybody in the neighborhood was Polish. All the businesses were Polish. Everything like that. It was basically like Chinatown, but for every race or every mm. culture. So the whole city is broken up into these different segregated communities that rarely interact with each other. So that's why nobody really knows how to like cross the street. <laughs> so everybody's just sticking to their own. So that just, it's like institutionalized segregation that has been going on for 50 to 100 years that doesn't look like it's stopping. And he initially wanted that as a sense of pride? Yeah, that, initially I think it was... Did he a, think that was going to help? I think so. I or feel like he did. do you think those communities also appreciated it at the time? I'm Polish, I want to be around people who are like me. Definitely, especially if that's like your first stop right. in America. You're yeah, like, right, all right, right well, right let me start boat. out over here with all these people who are just right. like me. And it is understandable. It's like a training wheel. Yeah. Yeah. But you can say that about parts of New York as well. Yeah. Without absolutely. a question. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that's anything that's particular to Chicago. But you it seems from and now let's say when I'm in Chicago it's usually in and out. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. in the Wrigleyville area doing stuff or I'm in the suburbs. But everything I know from having a lot of friends from there and just reading and documentaries and that is it's a lot different. Like I lived in Inwood, Washington Heights. That is probably got more Dominicans than Santa Domingo. That's, that's where it is. <laughs> Spanish is spoken first. But you'd see me and Mike Vecchione, and there was a, a handful of Italians and Irish up there. And the vibe I get is you don't get too many white people in the South Side and in, in, yeah. Chicago, or in the Polish area. Will's not hanging out there too much. There's not no. a black family in the middle of, of their little <laughs> Poland. Right, no. And at all. Like, they've succeed, they've been successful in keeping these areas their own and that's kind of defeating the purpose of living in a major city in my opinion i totally agree and even on the south side there are like two or three white communities but they're closed off from the other ones like beverly uh bridgeport and oak lawn yeah are predominantly white but you don't see any black people in those neighborhoods even though they're like right in the middle of the south side yeah and and then how many people let me ask this with jobs in that right and the trains out here in new york we all kind of have to go into manhattan somewhere in midtown mm-hmm. or below mm-hmm. so we're interacting so you'll be on the train and you'll have an indian folk and you'll have a chinese but you're not interacting but at least you're around <laughs> each other but you're just sitting next to him. i play cards with them on the train yeah, yeah, yeah i set up shop yeah i play i play a game of tunk every hey, time friend. hello sir hey buddy what game do you call right. this you're stuff? doing you're doing crowd work on the subway hey where are you from bubbles <laughs> But with Chicago, I'm guessing that a lot of people in the South Side don't go above the South Side for work. And then I have a feeling everyone yeah. does everything there. And so the interaction amongst different races and people does not exist. And people on the North Side never go to the South Side. So like right. especially because a lot of people on the North Side also are Midwest transplants. They didn't move to New York. They didn't move to L.A. They moved to Chicago from Iowa or from like Columbus, Ohio or mm. random That's places in the Midwest. City, right? Yeah. The super diverse um, 
Iowa. Iowa, right? right? <laughs> so then it's weird when they come into a neighborhood because I saw gentrification happen in my neighborhood early, because my neighborhood used to be mostly Latino and like uh, blue collar, Polish, or other types of white. <laughs> uh, shades of white different right. shades of white but then i watched as like antique stores started opening up in, on my block and like the bars changed from like dive bars to sports bars yes. all of a sudden and then you could just see the change happen overnight and now there's like a i know there's a fucking italian ice shop next to a boutique wow. <laughs> right down the street from me next to a gym next to a gap and when it wow. gentrifies how do you feel about that like, that's a difficult thing because you know it's bringing more shit into your community and people are looking at it more, but also your community is no longer your community. It's stripping it away. It's, from, yeah, yeah, like all the work that you built up about it and like you loved it for is now gone, but you do have like a dope-ass Starbucks. Right. <laughs> Pros and cons. Yeah. A cupcake shop or something like that, yeah. Your uncle's out of a job and there's no identity, but... <laughs> Mocha frappuccino, <laughs> fresh fruit, fresh rents fruit. higher, but yeah, yeah. organic Let's go sideways food. Sideways for a sec. Um, one of the reasons we brought Ayana in is uh, you have an interesting story. I want to see how much you relate to this. You were born in Brooklyn. Yes. And you, your father's Indian. Yes. Mother's black. Yep. But both of them are Trinidadian. Trinidadian. Yep. And you grew up in Brooklyn. And then when you you moved when? When I was nine to Maryland. To suburban Maryland. To suburban Maryland, PG County, which is the most affluent black county in the nation outside wow. of Baltimore, baltimore a little bit outside of dc it's outside right of... outside of dc okay and you said you when we were talking last night mm -hmm. a little you did not relate or you were not welcomed no in the black that community was the, when in when i lived in brooklyn i the same way will was talking about the different pockets i lived in a pocket of just west indian folks and upstairs were jamaicans across the street were grenadians we were the trinis you had some haitians um, and that was pretty much all I went to school with. When we moved to Maryland, it was my first encounter with African-American people ever in my life. Wow. And it was, when I say culture shock, culture shock. Um, I probably don't look the same way I look now, but I look more Indian than anything else. You showed but, me a picture last yeah. night. Yes, without a question. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, well, how did you turn from an Indian woman, girl into a black woman? But, um, you know, and it was just, I... I tried to fit in as much as possible. Um, my last name is Dookie. I have hair down in my waist. Uh, you know, I have this thick Trinidadian Brooklyn accent. And if you've ever been around West Indians in Brooklyn, oh, you know yeah. exactly mm -hmm. what I mean. And I'm around, I mean, I got beat up. I got jumped when I first got there. Why do you talk like that? Why do you sound like that? Um, and it was it was not a welcoming experience at all. And even at one point, somebody told me to get back on a black person told me to get back on the boat I came from. Jesus, wow. how does that make you feel? Because you look, I mean, you, you look at that person and you you're kind of in the eyes of a lot of white people the same. And here you are, you're not, and they're telling you some racist shit that like white people would tell you. Yeah, right? it's it's weird because it, like Will said, it's like you're like I I'm I'm not black enough, but I don't fit here. I'm brown. So you're in mm -hmm. this weird space where you're trying to figure things out. Mm -hmm. You know, I would go home and ask my mother. My mom's, my mom's the black one, um, but even she's not African American. She's still, she, I'm first generation American. So she came to this country. Her and my dad came to this country. So it was like, she didn't know what to tell me. My dad wasn't in the house, so she's like, well, just tell them you're black because she's black. But 
yo, no one's gonna ever, I say I'm right. black and people look at me like, uh, black what? I don't believe me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, and I wanted, I, how come my friends are getting relaxers in there and I don't have a relaxer? How come everybody's getting an extensions? Like all the things little black girls would do growing up, I didn't have mm-hmm. those things. And when you're when you're 10 years old, yeah, at 33 it's not important, but at 10 you wanna be like everybody else and right. you're not. And it's interesting how like almost instinctual it is, even as a, these ten-year-olds that are like, "You're different from me." I there's the, there's a dislike or even a hatred that yeah. is created at such a young age. Yeah, and I guess that's what we see in all these different cultures that like, oh, well, that's the other, that's yeah. not us, and mm-hmm. now it's us against them, as opposed to like, oh, why can't we just talk to those guys? But that's that's something. That's one of the reasons we do the show. Right. We celebrate being who you are. It, it, it everyone is so threatened and just about if you're not exactly like me. The world would be so fucking boring if the four of us looked exactly the same. Right. Well, yeah. and I do look alike. Yeah, we do look like kind of twins, yeah. yeah That's intriguing as shit right yeah. now. But everyone well, right, wants so you to talk the same way, like yeah. the same shit, it's have the same last meal. What do you mean you don't want fucking tacos, right. asshole? It's, it's insane. And it just makes me sick. Like, we need... All of this, we the need diversity. to embrace all of it. Right, it's so it's the it's life's the, a bullet base, baby. Yeah. It's the approach to it that I think it needs to change. Like we need to have. I think what you're saying is we need to have these different cultures, but they need to interact civilized. Like, oh, you're from here, I'm from here. Let's talk about what you do. I'll talk about what I do, and we'll be able to just get along and learn from each other. Yeah. What it sounds so be. like hippie, lovey dovey, but like it's not that crazy. I think it starts with food, actually. Yeah, and I, I do that, agree. That, that sounds silly, but I think it starts with food because I, I work with a Puerto Rican chick and she we we're talking about Thanksgiving and what we traditionally eat. And I forgot what they call it, but I was like, you know, oh, we have a version of that, too, in Trinidad, you know, and it's mm-hmm. if you really look, every culture has their version of bread or, right. you know, it's the same thing or stew or whatever, whether you call it chili or what you call yeah. it bouillabaisse or, you know, everybody has their own versions. If you find the commonalities and you which food is an easy thing because who don't like to eat? Everyone eats. Right, yeah. Well, got we spent 50 minutes on last meals. Right. Right. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't exactly. I, none of us have committed a crime. We're like, right. last meal. I may, <laughs> I may commit a crime just for that, actually. <laughs> who, did, who did I show? What, what's going on here? It does, br- uh, it yeah, does bring people together. I also think that the it, this kind of thing, over the course of generations, you really see big changes. Mm-hmm. And something we did discuss in the podcast that we do have this this next generation that's not as passionate as like the 60s of civil rights yeah but i think part of that comes from like, like yeah this just isn't a big deal like mm-hmm. you're you on me like who cares why are we talking about this mm-hmm. even well yeah i think to a lot of the millennials and that um it's not an issue because they don't re- necessarily see color which is beautiful right or but even so- the same thing with like gender and sexuality like, yeah, yeah gay people get married who cares yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but i think in the last two weeks you have seen that uh it's it's maybe skipped a half a generation. I think Gen X, I'm at the end of Gen X. Right. I don't think my group was as gung ho on things. Um, you're seeing with just those athletes. Mm-hmm. I mean, God bless Michael. It's been said a million times. You yeah. grew up in Chicago. I mean, oh, Michael's yeah. the best. But Republicans sell sneakers too, which I respect. On I'm also a capitalist. I get that. But he could have really done some change at times. And you, what yeah. you're seeing with LeBron and with yeah. players now with the I Can't Breathe shirts. Yeah, Kobe, mm-hmm. Derrick Rose. Rose yeah. um, it's very nice to see this happening now. It's unfortunate that they have to make stands like this. But you're now seeing young people make using their power. Why have this power? Why have a voice at all if we can't use it? And with, with the with 
Occupy, and now what we're doing in New York with these protests and that, it, it's it's inspiring that people are, are, are caring so much. I think it's great. Yeah. A question almost that I have is protesting for what type of change, actually? Because the change is like we were describing, like a, almost a subconscious reaction that these people have towards the other. So you can't tell people, like, don't react that way because right, that's right. not something that, oh, okay, I'll stop reacting or oh. I'll stop thinking this these things i'll stop thinking you're less than me uh, <laughs> how do you even approach that because how you think I, it's deeply embedded right. in you and yeah. even it has to be to me it has to be some sort of life changing uh something I, I was an exchange student in germany i remember this german kid kept on staring at me and I actually asked him like why are you staring at me and he said these were his exact words and since his english was not that great he couldn't mince his words mm. He said, are you Turkish? My father told me all the Turkish people come here and take our jobs. Wow. So, and that was, you know, but it, because yeah. he couldn't speak English that well, there was no right. fat around it at all. There was, you know, and I think when you grow up with those thoughts in your yeah. head, how do you even get those things out? Be, that's really what the problem is. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, oh, you're different than me. Boom. It's stuff that you've been programmed when you, since you were mm -hmm. however long from what your parents tell you, from the yes. experiences that yeah. you have, and then everything that you look around after that, they're going to support whatever beliefs you already have. Yeah, you do see the future generations distancing, distancing themselves, yeah. like in the 60s. I don't think a, a, an 80-year-old man's going to change no. his... No, not at all. Yeah. Right. You but, have to reach for the youth. Yeah, right. yeah, you can only reach for the youth, really. Yeah. I mean, and you got to hope that we slowly start filtering it out. Look, I don't... When I hear someone's racist... I don't necessarily want to kill them and hate them and say, I just realized that they were programmed wrong. It mm -hmm. is. When I hear it's it, going to take a yeah. minute to clean it out. And you can help them if they're young enough yeah. and show them the light. But it's not, it, yeah, 60 year olds. Done. It's just, uh, fuck it, they're taking our jobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, those, those people, they're not clean. All right, you haven't yeah. showered in a week, sir. <laughs> but whatever, dude. Yeah, they're dirty people, whatever. Well, is there anything we can do right now, practical changes starting tomorrow? Literally tomorrow is the is the protest at Washington Square Park. Uh, to what Ted and like Rebecca and a lot of people are trying to do is just get a bunch of people of the same mindset, sort of. Like, so Rebecca and Ted are trying to get all comedians. So all the comedians are meeting at like two in Washington Square Park to be like, this is the comedy community, right? Saying that we don't, we need some accountability from the police force. And we need to have you listen to us. If we're talking, we talk every night in clubs all around the city and people listen to us. So with that knowledge, how about you guys listen to us on in government? Mm -hmm. and in the but in ter again, is there like a specific thing we want you guys to change our voices? You know, just to compare it to like, you know, the protests in Hong Kong. It's very yeah, clear. We want yeah. democracy and we want these changes and our voices to be heard and represented in government. Here, like, I know people have been saying, you know, put the video cameras on cops. Like, is that something that's being pushed here? Yeah, or that's... is it not so much specific actions? But this is a mind, like you were describing, a mindset that needs to be heard. I think Drew yeah, I think... had a good point. Drew had a great yeah, point he about yeah. that. He, he basically said, you know, the money that you're paying to have these body cams, um, police are going to be policing those. So what benefit right. are we really? It's more of us take that money and spend it. And I hope I'm not misquoting him but take that money and spend it on education mm -hmm. um i don't know sensitivity training there it is right. yeah 
or even a third party system that can judge the cops yeah. outside of the system. Exactly. Arbitrators. That could be a, a change. I think that's huge. That right? would be huge. We need people. Which kind of just makes sense. Like, yeah. that should have <laughs> yeah. been this whole time. <laughs> yeah. Who's policing the police? Yeah, How about exactly. we get somebody to police the police? Like, this whole government's supposed to be checks and balances, yeah. and here's a part of it that doesn't have any. And I, I also, this was brought up the other day, but I think it's a good idea that at least. I mean, every cop should have like a, a little brother or something like that. Like you know, the Big Brother program. Mm. I think cops should be required to do some sort of community service in the service in the community they're going to work in. Yeah. Mm. Before they get on the job, because I know when I first started working with kids, it was the first time I noticed like, oh, okay, like I get certain things about this culture or this culture. Right. Because I learned from the kids, and they would tell me what their parents said. Their parents wouldn't know how to say it right to me, but like the kids would just say yeah. whatever the fuck they were going to say, no and I'm like, oh, okay, I get it now. Why were they mm -hmm. trying to beat around the bush when they were telling me? Right. What they believed. Well, yeah, I think the, the general rule of, like, if you do spend time and learn about the culture, it's like, oh, we're not really different. Right. At all. Right. It's mostly, like, the anticipated fear, which you often see. is like the unknown. I'm going to assume it's bad, and there are other, so they must be bad. But just going and spending time with people, you're like, oh, yeah, I like this guy, actually. Yeah, yeah. Because in high school, I had to do 40, 40 hours of community service just to graduate. Yeah. So I figure, why not have police do at the police academy do 40 hours of community service yeah, to graduate the police academy part of it too is the screening process of police officers when they come in i'm sure they have to take some sort of psychological exams right. and things of that nature but what are they really looking for or looking to avoid um because i i, I believe that and i've heard this before that racism is a disease but if you put any type of disease under some kind of really jacked up situation it's going to flare up mm -hmm. And not, I, I don't know how to put somebody under a situation to really see how they feel. But if you poke them enough, you, I do believe that you're going to get the true essence of who they are. Yes. Yeah, there's still people at the end of the day. Yeah, everybody's a person. Like, I know yeah. people have, are deeply flawed. Why would, you know, I, I always say the same thing with politicians. We're like, I can't believe that senator cheated on his wife. I'm like, really? Everyone in yeah. real life does that. Why would they not also? Well, well here's the problem. Like, uh, and I don't know when we're putting this up. We have a cop who's going to come and uh, discuss that aspect of this as well. This might be the week before, or after, whatever. So Who if cares? we're repeating ourselves, it's mm -hmm. fine. Um, the problem, uh, thing, that, something that upset me is I saw a lot of let's kill the cops. Yeah. Right. Yeah, They're no, all horrible. There's never only white people think there's good cops. I'm sorry to break it to you. Um, the problems come from a small percentage, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're right. And um, they're human. The, the job's not going to be done perfect because mm -hmm. humans are flawed. Mm -hmm. And Unfortunately, when you get someone power and you also put them in a situation where they their lives are at stake sometimes, mm -hmm. they're going to make horrible decisions. And a lot of us could possibly make bad decisions, too. We, uh, let's hope that it never comes to that. But, there's, I mean, people are flawed. And, yes, they are going to be hiring people who have prejudice at times. And yeah. we, all, I don't we know. all have prejudice. That's and it. it doesn't pay great, so... Prejudice doesn't pay great. <laughs> so then it comes down to education, <laughs> yeah, education as well. In the 60s and 50s, it paid well. I think you, you could being run for president. Oh, yeah. Being prejudiced. prejudiced. I think, uh, what's his name? Right. David uh, David Duke. Or Strom Thurmond. Strom Thurmond, yeah. um, Wallace. That's a discussion for another time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's... God, it's so... It's so fucked up. It's just painful that it's uh, it's come to this. Yeah. And the accountability is the real fucking issue. Yeah, yeah, that's the main issue. It's like, you, you got, uh, let's, let's tell stories, both of y'all. Like, you have a lot of stories about dealing with police. Dealing with police. Yeah, okay. So, I, yeah, since I was five, and I, I touched on this the other day, but since I was five, like, you, you're growing up in a black household, you have a mother, father, obviously. 
Uh, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was raised by three ants and a penguin. Nice. I don't know if All right. The first one. <laughs> I was raised by a hamster. Uh, yeah, son. <laughs> so my parents sat me down when I was like five or six, I want to say, because my brother was a teenager. So they just kind of talked to us all at once. And uh, they were like, look, this is what you have to do when you deal with the police. Police aren't always going to be nice to you. And that's that's the truth of how you have to grow up when you grow up in a black household or a minority household or even a poor household, probably of any race. I but, got the same thing. Though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's funny because I got the opposite. Yeah. Know your rights and you could fucking tell a cop, am I being under arrest or can I walk away right now yeah. in his face? Oh, no. Ah. We were Seriously. told, like, we were told to never rights. say anything <laughs> like that. <Yeah. laughs> but that's why yeah. I'm like, when I see some of this stuff, I mean, like, I don't, uh, sometimes just don't. Put up a, just go. Yeah. Even if it's wrong, man. Yeah. Like, even if they're fucking with you wrongly, I, I get it, man. They're being punks and they're yeah. profiled, but would, do you want your head cracked open? Exactly. Because I'm always just scared they'll do it. that to me, and I look like a lot of them. Yeah. And I don't trust them. Because once again, it comes to human fucking error. Yeah. You know no, absolutely. And they're humans. And yes. I wonder if that's a gender thing because I have never had a discussion with my parents about really? the police at all. Like, this has not been a topic that's in my household at all. Mm. That might also be because you're first generation American. Mm. That could be it. My yeah. parents, my mom spent a lot of time in New Orleans when she was a kid. My dad grew up in Harlem mostly. Okay. So he had to deal with police all the time uh, in those cities. So they basically were like, hands up, don't run, never run. And uh, I remember that because my brother got arrested when he was like 16 and the cops tried to say he ran and my mom stormed in the police station and was like, he didn't fucking run. I know he didn't run. I taught him better than that. I know he didn't run. And then when they went to like, uh, <clears throat> when they finally got a hearing for it, it came out that he didn't run. And they were like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know he's getting off because he didn't run. I, I raised him right. He also didn't do it, you as we all knew. You can't give anyone who has a gun or yeah. a uh, pogo stick, whatever those are, an excuse, criminal, or on the Coast other stick. side, whatever. <laughs> Jump all over you. You can't give them an excuse. <laughs> To hit you. Cops should have pogo sticks. Yeah, exactly. I, I refuse. Get over here. Funny. Chasing down the street. <laughs> Get I'm back here. Right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insane. So you were taught that. So I was taught that at jump. a young age. So then my first experience was probably 16, just getting stopped because I started driving. So I'm driving around my neighborhood. I'm not that good. But driving? I'm at driving. Yeah, I'm Neither still I'm still not that good. I grew up in a city with I'm trains. I'm almost 37. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I get lessons. anxiety yeah, when I drive. Baby girl. <laughs> So that was when I first started to get pulled over all the time. And I was like, all right, I'll accept being pulled over. Maybe I'm not that good a driver. I didn't think anything of it, but I would be asked, like, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Then I'd show my ID and be like, I live right there. You're being an asshole. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're being an asshole, but that's what they were being. Uh, so then the, the, the important ones are like the crazy ones in my life were when I went to college and I would come back and visit with my friends who all, we all went to high school together. And there was one time when... We're parked in my neighborhood, looking for a spot, going to a friend's house. Cops run up to us, guns on the uh, windows, tell us to roll down the windows. And they're like, we know you stole a motorcycle. Pop the trunk so we can see the motorcycle. And we were like, this is a Nissan Altima trunk. There's no motorcycle in here. Yeah, how are you going to fit that? Right, how, how we... Magic. <laughs> right, we're not... Illusions. We didn't do C++ or whatever. Mechanical shit. We don't know how to do that. So that was the first... Like horrible gun. Did point. you end up popping the trunk? Yeah, we popped the trunk and they look stupid and they let us go. They what do they say after? Uh, nothing. They didn't apologize. Or you anything. can go. Yeah. All right. You can go. Of course I can go. I could have right. gone first. In the first place. Yeah. <laughs> right. So that was one time and that was four of us in the car. Then me and my buddy Kwame, uh, another time we were in just walking through the park 
by my elementary school. So it's uh, not too far from my house. But we're walking to the park, going to meet some friends uh, by the beach because Lake, Lake Michigan and Chicago. So we're walking to the park and then cop runs up on the grass, well, drives up on the grass, uh, jumps out of the car, both sides, guns on us, on our heads. And is like, look, we know you guys murdered somebody. We have a witness <laughs> in the back who accused you, who's accused you of murder. We know you did. Put our heads on the, on the hood of the car and everything it was very hot. And then found out we weren't the murderers because they heard us talk. <laughs> and they, they started to feel stupid when they heard us talk. And they were like, what are you guys, college kids? And we're like, yeah. I mean, I thought I'm dressed in a polo and <laughs> boat shoes. The uniform of college <laughs> yeah. kids. Right. Uh, it's the summertime. I'm home, just like all those other kids over there who are white. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that was another time. And then, again, no apologies, no nothing. Sorry for scaring you. What's up with the Chicago Fear for cops your life? knowing? Knowing, yeah. Shouldn't they be like, right. hey, uh, there's Innocent this Innocent until proven guilty? Yeah, How about right. That? Nothing like that. Am <laughs> so, I in trial right Could have at least approached us and been like, where were you guys earlier? Right. Instead of just, you nah, questions. you're a murderer. I know it. Gun right. to your head. Yeah, yeah. Like they're psychics. We got yeah. a crystal ball. It's a new method with the PD. Yeah. And we saw it was used. Right. Yeah. No cameras, no camera evidence or anything. I mean, obviously, you can do it. Now, when these things happen, <laughs> well, if not, then let's start talking. Right. About yeah. The let's last talk about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, let's be honest. I mean, all fair. You knew exactly the Lemon Square from the jump, sir. Right. Um, Will has thought this in great detail. Um, the minute that first gun went to my head, right, it's my last minute. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, my shit. <laughs> after these things happen, when you walk through the streets and you see the jacket, right? Like yeah. Somebody, how do you react? Like, like frightened. Like, and and what other emotions? Do you ever start getting hate, or does that defeat the purpose? I, yeah, I'm too hippie to hate. I think I've, I've just always been raised as like to be a hippie and like spread love everywhere. So all this, I mean, I could easily have turned the course and gone straight to hate. Like, my friend Kwame absolutely hates the cops. To this day. To this day. Is this only white cops? What? Uh, no, some were Puerto Rican. Just any cops? Yeah, one was black uh, at the first experience. And how it's did just he any cops. He, just, he, just like the rest. Just like the rest. Yeah, there was no difference to the way any so of them So is it an us. abuse of power? Yeah. Thing? I'm pretty sure it's an abuse of power and a profiling thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, you're black, you did it. I have heard even from a black cop. Even from a black cop, right. like you did it. Yeah. I have heard that. Yeah. I have heard yeah. that no one hates black people more than black cops. Oh yeah. I have heard that, and like I said, we don't know when this is going on with the Demay episode, but I, that's one of the first questions that will be asked. Right. Yeah. You know, as I've heard that. Yeah. It's certainly you don't approach cops with trust, like the way <laughs> I see in like Pleasantville or something like that, or like movies where they're like, the I cop helped us get a cat out of the tree. I'm like, oh no. Well, movies you always <laughs> see the kids yeah. who are wrongfully accused. Or getting the business from white cops, the one black cop is always like when they let the white guys go get the donuts and be like, hey, what's going on? I yeah. got your back. I don't feel that that necessarily happens <laughs> in real life. No. The one that's hardest on you. Right. Yes. The best portrayal of a, well, this is terrible. This is generalization. But the black cop in Boys in the Hood, when he pulled him over. Yes. And he's like, something's wrong. Yeah, too bad you don't know what it is. And he was like real hard on him. I feel like that's more the case than mm-hmm. Than the stuff where they're like, "What'd you do, man?" Like, no, nah, I wish he would hear me out. <laughs> Cube and Cube had the line, uh, I don't know it word for word off off the top of my head, and fuck the police about the yeah. black cop trying to fit in with the white cop. Yeah, is harder on you. Yeah, I feel like he's got more of a he's got to prove he's he's it's like a gang mentality, so he's got to prove he's with them more than he does with you. Right. He's more or that you're making him look bad. Yeah. Right. 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 There's resentment there. Yeah, like you're the reason I have to profile. Right. Yeah. Mm. Do you feel, I mean, being 
specifically in uh, people of color in America, do you feel you're born suspect? I mean, I've heard that used for years. I mean, that, I think it's Chris Rock's first album was titled that for a reason. Yeah, born he's a suspect. genius. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but do you, do you feel that? Do you feel that people are, are looking at you thinking you probably did something? I don't think, I don't feel suspect, and that also could be that I am a woman. So I don't necessarily feel, and I think that has to do with gender. And I'm not ugly. I feel that. That's not, yeah, I hate to yeah, say yeah. it like that. Good but for you being honest. Yeah, yeah right, and, not you know? fi- and not fishing for a compliment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not ugly, motherfuckers. Not, right? I mean, honestly, I've gotten out of a lot of tickets. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to lie and be like, oh, I mean, and I know that. So it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Eh. Um but as far as other things, like I <laughs> went. titty out. <laughs> the left one. Here we go. Come, Come on, guys. Right. Come on. Let's wrap this up. Come on. <laughs> but um, I know in school, I went to school with, uh, I went to University of Maryland in Penn State, and I majored in engineering, and I was around a lot of white guys. And I could see the look of whenever I got thrown into groups with them. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And it literally, it, it would be as disrespectful as, okay, well, you can type up the paper. Right. And you can edit it and you can do, but I remember my senior design project, I had to go in on this dude because he gave me a bad <laughs> review. And he saw me at graduation and I think he was just trying to be funny. He's like, oh, what are you doing here? And I was like, motherfucker, I almost wasn't here because that bullshit ass review you gave me. Oh, shit. And he like... And my boyfriend, who was a big black man, was standing behind me, and I could see that he was looking at both of us like, oh, God, mm-hmm. you know. But that's <laughs> been my my experience with white people in, of power in that regard. It's, it's, a, it's more of an education, or you think, because I'm a woman of color, that I might not be as intelligent as you, but it's never been a threatening yeah. cop kind of thing. I've never understood that aspect of racism. Like, what... Wh- wh- how are black people just gen- genetically dumber? Like, it doesn't right, make yeah. sense. Well, how are we genetically dangerous, sir? Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get my point. I get it, yeah, yeah. That's why that, that scene in Django is incredibly disturbing, but I think it's incredibly important to see this phony sophisticate in Leonardo DiCaprio's character doing that thing with the brain and point. Oh, yeah. You don't know shit. What, what are you, yeah. a brain surgeon in 1860? That yeah. you know this? No, you can tell there's a difference there. It shows the absolute ignorance yeah. of mm-hmm. that. Confidently ignorant, too. Yeah. Confidently. Yeah. That's the worst Conf- kind. Yeah, all right. Well, that's, but that is ignorance, right? <laughs> yeah. I think we all misuse... Uh, ignorance gets misused a lot. Ignorance is pretending to know something and not. And most of the people who use ignorant just use it as general stupid. Just and most stupid, people right? are being ignorant yeah. in their use of <laughs> ignorant, which is the, the thing. Yeah. Just never understood that. Now, did you feel like a suspect? Born- as a teenager, I felt like I was doing a lot of proving that I wasn't a suspect mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like I worked at Gap. <laughs> <laughs> so you're almost like overcompensating? Yeah. Did you I have like other options that were more, let's yeah, just say, done, black yeah. jobs or black community jobs? I mean, I, I worked at, at a... full shirts at the, at the Gap. <laughs> <laughs> he was the retail, baby. I was amazing at picking out jeans. Do you like your turtleneck? <laughs> right. Yeah, I worked at a, a grocery store before that, um, bagging and stuff. But, I mean, I feel like a lot of the experience of the black male in the world and the reason that people love Kanye so much is because you go through these different phases and like when Kanye came out with College Dropout he sort of mm-hmm. the whole album was about how like yeah I'm black of course at some point I wanted to be like NWA and all those people but then I grew out of that and now you're still looking at me like I'm NWA mm-hmm. but I'm just a teenager who works at the Gap he also worked at Gap uh, and doing art he also worked, did art and went to art school we had a lot in common. 
<laughs> That's why I love that first album so much. So so then like the rest of your teen years are just trying to be like, I'm not a criminal at all. Like I'm a nerd who likes school and likes to paint. Like stop painting me as this picture of like a dude who did something. Mm-hmm. When all I did was paint this picture. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna paint anything. Yeah. It's this picture. Yeah. So I felt like a suspect, but I was constantly trying to avoid it. I think there's that going on now too. I also think this is something I noticed. Like I'm obsessed with race. I think it's been brought up a lot on this. Show. I always um, part of it because I don't know fully what I am, as we've discussed many times on this show. Uh, You're and I'm, white, <laughs> but I don't know my real dad. I know. So, I know and there's I know. been rumors yeah. of Mexican and all that um, as well, and even like Jew, Jew is not yeah. full on white. And the, that Christ is a it's big, uh, it's a big white uh, thing. It's a big issue breaker <laughs> with a lot of white people. Uh, that Jews didn't yeah. start filling out white until like the '60s. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm. Um, and I also have always, uh, I've discussed this on the birthday show and that, uh, always felt like an outsider. And so, uh, I've always, uh, just, I don't know, in a way felt like a relationship, uh, related to black folks, Spanish kids, gay kids, whatever. Why did you feel that? What specific? Well, I I didn't have much friends. I was always just been a weirdo. Mm. You know, I was the one kid in the neighborhood reading comic books, older and being a nerd and just all, before nerd became such a... Cool I know. thing. When did I know. that happen? Cool and Jeez. cool is now nerd. Yeah, yeah. could that have happened before I was 21 I so I could have got laid? Yeah, Jesus right. Christ. <laughs> I think everybody at the table feels that way. Yeah. It's like, when, when did we become in style? Exactly. Oh, I wonder happen? if most people, because now you're the, at least here on this podcast, a third person that kind of felt as an island. And I guess I could, you know, growing up religious Jew yeah. was like kind of outsidery. But now I'm thinking, wait a minute, does everyone kind of feel that in their own regard from their own perspective of like... I'm outside, no one gets me, I don't really fit in. Maybe that's just a basic human type of feeling. I think for sure in comedy. I think that's why yeah. we all do comedies, because we were outsiders for so long. And yeah. we were like, all right, I'm going to be outside just thinking <laughs> right. about shit right. and judging you all silently. Right <laughs> by <you>? myself, <laughs> yeah, on right. stage. It's weird, when I don't get judged, I don't trust it. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel, like, I feel that. Like I said, uh, you know, going through things with this girl, and it's... Uh, had a talk with her, and she really does love me, but it's hard for me to believe. Always that looking for validation. Me, but that that's maybe really that's on yeah. You gotta love yourself. Yeah, that's true. You this can't be loved. I, believe me, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I blew kisses <laughs> in the mirror before I came here. Oh, that's kind of creepy. <laughs> that's, this is creepy. You gotta do that every day. But do you think that's where some hatred comes from when you feel I'm? And this is, I hope I don't get any. I hope no one takes this incorrectly, Speak but it. someone will. If it's incorrect, you're human. But I, I <laughs> you know, I, I'm at times I look back at the experiences I had growing up, being biracial in in Maryland around a bunch of African American folks, and I'm surprised that I don't dislike them because I was treated so hmm. badly. Pat yourself on the back. Yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> but it's funny because all of all, and I hate to be like, oh, my friends are black, but essentially that's what I relate to the most. I've always dated black men. I, my best friend, my best girlfriends are all black, but it's, it's I, th- I think part of it comes from that hatred. You have some sort of experience. And instead of going, that was an isolated experience, you you take that experience as factual and everything that happens grows that experience in yes. your head till you develop this level of hatred because as much as I had bad experiences with African American folks, I've also had the most amazing experiences with them too. Yeah. And for some reason I decided to shift and look at it from that aspect and just go, oh, these are just some assholes over here. But the hate, it, it, if you look at it, in a sense, that hate 
is logical. On a real primal mm -hmm. sense, you do something wrong to me and you look different than me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. obviously because you your skin is black and mine isn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's that simple. Oh, you don't agree with me on stuff. Well, you that's because you're a homosexual. Because mm -hmm. you're anything that's oh you don't. Mm -hmm. You killed Christ. It's easy <laughs> to do that Gosh, to really you? look into that. Did. We <laughs> should. <laughs> and you're not discussed that, man. And we're pretty sure I'm Jewish. But I'll tell you, can we just stop? Not every Jew has Christ's blood on their hands. Right, yeah. Relax with this <laughs> shit. that hard. <laughs> but it's the easiest way to do it. Yeah, it's it's so easy to just dismiss off of one thing. It's like, oh, I don't like it because of that. Cool, I knew it because of that. Like, I didn't think. Else. Like I always thought about that when they when like Columbus discovering you know the Western Hemisphere. Like why couldn't they just land here and be like, oh people, let's go talk to them. Right. Yeah. Why is it like, well, we got to enslave them and fight them and take <laughs> over? It's like why is that the first thing that pops into your head? That's true. Then it comes. That's that imperialist. They came from. Right. Yeah. Imperialist attitude. Yep. But even back in you know I was watching uh, that that uh, series Rain. Um, R E I G N, and it's about uh, what is it, Queen, um, the Queen of Scotland. I know there's a scene where a girl masturbates. That's all I know. Who masturbates? It was a big controversy. Who there's masturbates? One of the Queen or something like that. Well, that sounds good. Are we watching the same thing? <laughs> yeah. I don't think I saw that. Part. I never saw the episode. I didn't see. How did I miss that? I but saw a big controversy thing on. BuzzFeed or some shit. But when you <laughs> Sounds right. Well, if it's BuzzFeed, you're good. And then it gives you the top ten reasons yeah, to masturbate right. if you're the queen on a Netflix series. Go on, Mom. I'm giving Will the bullshit face right yeah. now. It's a different range. Giving you the gas face. Exactly. Right. Um, but back, you know, the, when they were queens and kings, it was the same thing. It might not have been white and black, but it was definitely poverty levels and mm -hmm. you know, and Class I, system. Yeah, exactly. I don't think that this is new. I think there's always going to be one dominant i didn't say inferior or superior race but just one dominant race mm. or dominant group let me not say race dominant group of people and it that's just how i mean there's an order in the animal kingdom i didn't say well, it was not really right. no okay i don't know about that is there order is i mean lot you say like the lion's the king of the jungle it's not really the king there are more other animals they're the Hanies would disagree. Yeah. <laughs> but them I think there's actually really, the... really nice, like, almost equality in the animal kingdom. Okay. Do you yeah. think, well, I think when I say there's order, I mean... Yeah, they... the order is different than, like, a hierarchy type okay. of thing. So, but do you think that there will always be a hierarchy when it comes to humanity? As because long as there have to be? I don't know about that. In, I think it's slowly capitalism, fading. I think, I think it is fading. Slowly, though. But that, that's the thing that needs to be... Right. Uh, I think we could have leaderless... Societies, well, everyone uh, on the same page. Anarchy, yeah, no. not, necessarily. not necessarily. You can still yeah. have an order of like. I mean, first of all, with like computers, you could probably, you know, figure out the best solution for what blah 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 should be, and it just kind of yeah. does it. But yeah, I don't know. Strip down the power, make it in small different groups, and then it, it, a lot of checks and balances that no one ha is on top of anyone else. I think it could still be still will be power. Or at least uh, transparency then. I'm saying like a hierarchy based on just pedigree and look and all that. I think that is slowly disappearing. That's fading, this, yeah. But there's always going to be a leader. The there's prince, always going to be power. The prince and duchess, whatever that yeah, is that's in New ridiculous. York. Oh, my God. I've, that kills me. So why does it kill you? That just because she was born out of some vagina, we have to treat her differently. Yeah. Get out of here. Who are you? And she's your, red's not any, your blood's not any red in the Inbred. Inbred. Yeah. Ugh. 
Oh, LeBron, you don't, you yeah, don't LeBron touch her. Touch her and, yeah, yeah, exactly. LeBron touch her. Good. <laughs> yeah, Give her a I agree. Hug, pick her up, <laughs> twirl her around. I don't She's give a, a shit. human. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> She's just a person. And when uh, I was reading like the rules of when you're with the Royals, like if they stop eating, you're done. Also, fuck you. I'm oh, eating. Fuck them. I'm, I'm hungry. Fuck you. Yeah. It's my last meal. Get out right. of here. Yeah. All I'm eating today is dark chocolate almonds. I'm eating. Right. Fuck. I'm keeping yeah. my steak. Fuck Prince William. <laughs> yeah. That's why we all That's live in such America. A pet yeah. like, who are you that there are like rules? Why can't I do what I want and you do what you want? As yeah. long as you don't infringe on each other. That's right. a golden rule. Don't That's all we should live by. Yeah, I agree. Uh. Anything in close? Wait, let me ask you this one, and then okay. I'll give you all whatever to, to close with, and then we'll do the plugs, and then we can get out of here. This has been very good. Uh, got me worked up in a good way, but this is this was good. Um, white guilt. Is it necessary? What's your thoughts on it? Is it phony? What do you see? Mm-hmm. I, I see a lot of phony, in my opinion, and that upsets me. Mm-hmm. I don't... Yeah, I don't think white guilt is... Uh, it's talked about way too much right okay. now. Because I think... It's just, it's just empathy. <laughs> like I think, mm-hmm. I think white people can be empathetic to the cause, and they don't have to feel like accused of white guilt all the time, because they're trying to be like supportive of something. I think it's almost like you were saying with the, the you're trying to prove to the cops. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think a lot. Be, uh, I think rational, a lot of rational white people who are open-minded, well-rounded people, constantly feel like we have to prove. Hey, I'm not one of those right. assholes. Yeah. I'm not yeah. my cousin. Who, right, uh, right, right. Right. Is in the NRA and maybe at night puts a white sheet over his head. Yeah, yeah. Like that's. I mean, I, I feel like that is ballooned up. Now. Yeah, I think big the time. Facebook posts are just full of a lot of that. Mm. It's just like, oh, I'm so outraged. Are you really outraged? Are you going to do yeah. anything about this, or yeah. you just want right. Will and Ayana to know that you aren't <laughs> trying to fucking kill them? Right, right, right. For the likes. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's like thing. I assumed you weren't trying to kill. Them. You guys don't have to keep proving it on Facebook. Yeah, I was right? good. <laughs> yeah, like I we hung out once. I assumed you, yeah, I you liked me. I, I've yeah. seen it. This was crazy. I've seen white guilt, and this is such a weird level. But I've seen that it's embedded in people so much to this point. It's gonna sound ridiculous. I know white people who do not give credit to any white basketball players. Oh yeah, see all time because they think. Like, they're not being logical in their arguments, but I know it. Deep down, they're trying to... Because, like, there's a say. I'm, I'm, Larry Bird's my favorite player of all time. I don't think anyone... Who? Th- Larry Bird. Oh, yeah, he's great. I don't think anyone <laughs> thinks that he's I right. like him just as white. <laughs> I did look like him and was a yeah. goofy white boy, so I related to him more than I related to Michael. I can ne- but So that yeah. related to it. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one point someone trying to tell me, you're racist, your favorite basketball player is Larry Bird, your favorite baseball player is... Don Manley, your favorite fo- football players. Lawrence Taylor, asshole, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, but it, I remember that, and so I think there's a stigma with a lot of people. I hear this ignorant. like, I, And white people get loud when they shit on like John Stockton and Larry Bird, hoping black people hear that and have their right. back. And uh, black people who watch basketball a lot, hoops heads, always go, yeah, you're pretty stupid. Those yeah. boys could fucking play. Yeah. The only reason I didn't like Stockton was because I was a Bulls fan. Right, but- those... And Larry Bird jazz. theoretically and too. And his balls were hanging out. Him and Hornacek. Him and Hornacek were fucking <laughs> great though. Right. They're great. On Utah, they were amazing. Teams, <laughs> With Malone. And... I loved Steve Kerr growing up. Steve Kerr's mm-hmm. great. I thought he was great. I loved uh, Paxson. Oh, John. Yes, uh, you yeah. know them old. The, the Bulls old always Bulls. had a white boy off the bench. Always. Who could just drown a tree. Yeah. Only <laughs> when the white centers would fuck up would I say. See? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. When Luke, when Luke Longley can't grab a rebound. Always going for these white centers. <laughs> but I've seen it there. I've even seen white people who um, 
hate on good white rappers. Like, there's not that yeah. many white rappers uh, to be proud Eminem of. Eminem is my favorite rapper. Eminem is the and, best rapper. Yeah, and hands down. But yeah. I mean, there, there's a list of black people that white people are not allowed to hate. Yeah, No yeah. matter how they feel, just they're not allowed. Barack Obama, like, if you're white, you can't say anything negative right. about yeah, him. Right, yeah, even because, though he's been fucking up. It's like, <laughs> hate him if you want. Yeah, but you <laughs> yeah. have to be like, ah, uh, you know, Oprah. You can't hate Oprah. Like, yeah. you just can't. Like, there's certain white people that, I mean, certain black people that white people cannot hate publicly. Right. Without being accused of being yeah. racist. Yeah, it's funny. But, uh, yeah, and that's huge. But it's also, yeah, for years, I would love... To see white people hanging out with black people and trying so hard, be like, man, trying to talk obscure Michael Jackson records, yeah, and yeah. thinking it's now credibility. And once again, it's like now you know I'm one of you because I really like the right. early yeah. version, and I don't understand people who don't like Michael. Just shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> right. what you like. Yeah. Yeah. If you like Morrissey, fuck it, like Morrissey. I love Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember I'm in Atlantic City doing this shit, and I'm rooming. I won't give all the names, but I'm rooming with Reese Waters. And um, <laughs> these dudes are trying to impress Reese by talking about Michael <laughs> and that. We're having a talk. And I'm sharing a room with Reese all weekend. We're talking about Metallica and shit <laughs> yeah. that right. night. Yeah. We're talking about I mean, He talked to me like, man, what, what, what do you think about this dude? I'm like, yeah, man. We're yeah. talking. Well, it's all crazy. Any closing things about this? That's just a state of things. Are we going to get out of this muck? I think we will get out of this muck. I think it's uh, creatives are doing a lot to bridge gaps between, you know, people who've never been around black people and black people. There's a lot of good, good creative people in the world. Change is going to happen when you have good creativity and love spread throughout the world. And I do believe, as you said earlier, that we're we're going to grow out of it. Yeah. As you continue to have interracial dating, it's becoming pretty. Mm -hmm. You don't look crazy at a couple anymore when you see somebody that's white and black or white and Chinese or, or anything along those lines. So I think it's slowly, slowly, slowly coming. But you got to kill off that those old folks that still have and when yeah. i say kill off i don't mean like yes. natural yeah. yes there you go Always the back to murder. Yes. <laughs> but okay. and just so you know i'm doing my part i was at a wedding i'm afraid and, what are you about to say now <laughs> no i'm doing my part i was at a wedding uh earlier in the year with a couple of just smoking hot black chicks and i'm i'm nice. just telling everyone I'm, i mean look of course because we're dudes it's like man man there's some really hot chicks here like who's your like because we're pigs top five and I'm always at <laughs> least movie. three of the, the of the top five. Uh, two of the, the top three are gonna be black chicks, uh, usually, or at least that one. And the guys are like, I mean, just some guys. Just the way they're brought up. Really, what are you talking? I'm like, you need to be fucking with. I mean, just just don't limit yourself. I'm yeah. spreading the word. Is this like an advertisement for? Yeah, black just, women? Well, just <laughs> but just fucking get them in their pearl pussy. <laughs> but I know people. Um, uh, I know people who have done some racist things in their time and fallen for people of the opposite um, skin color, and now they have become, uh, they've changed a lot of their, the way they talk. There you go. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, just had a conversation with someone the other day, it's like, wow, you didn't talk like this a few years. <laughs> I was the one kind of telling you that you're talking a little scandalous, and now look <laughs> at you, you're the civil rights leader. Amazing, yeah. all it takes is falling in love, but I'll give it a chance. Right. This is great, I fucking love awesome. you guys. Love you. And it started with just, no, oh, yeah, oh, all right, I'll tell this. Everyone do their plugs, and then I got the answer from my aunt of the, you guys missed this thing about a penguin. I'll explain in a second. All right. Plug away, Will, whatever you want. Uh, what, what do I have? Uh, comedy at the Knitting Factory every Sunday at 9. Come yeah, that. awesome show. Thank you very much. Yeah. An inherited show. Uh, <laughs> it's very good. Uh, yeah, that's every Sunday. Uh, I have a web series called 
Stanhope Street. Did you forget what the web series <laughs> yeah, is called? Yeah, we haven't filmed it yet <laughs> or anything really yet. But no, when this comes out, we'll have it all done. When's yeah. it out next week? You got uh, a week. <laughs> yeah, I got a week. Got a week. The pressure. And then the, the social media. Social media at Mr. Will Miles, M R W I L L M I L E S, or Will Miles on Facebook fan page. Ooh, I got to do one of them too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Big bench. Boom, boom. The best of BS on Twitter. I got to tweet more. I'm trying to. Uh, on Facebook also. But check out all of Stand Up New York Labs. We also got the promo code LUST. Half off tickets. Stand Up New York. Seven days a week. Awesome shows. Spread the word. Spread the love. Be you and don't hate. That's right, my dude. My dear. Every time I have to do plugs, I feel like I'm not doing enough in life. Oh, <laughs> Does anybody else feel that way? Um, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Ayana Dukey, A-Y-A-N-N-A, Dukey, D-O-O-K-I-E. That's really my last name. And, You're um, damn right it is. Hell yeah. yeah. You're damn right it is. There it is, all day, every day. Um, yeah, just find me and I'll tell you what the hell I'm doing because usually I don't know. That's hey. such an honest thing to do. <laughs> Thank is. you. Hell yeah. Um, James L. Mattern. Facebook, I got to fix. And I can't even get my Facebook on my phone anymore. Oh, so I don't shit. Even know you need a new phone? To... No, I just got a new phone. It's okay. just some shit where I can't go online. We didn't have internet earlier today because I think someone didn't pay the bill. What are you going to do? We'll figure it out. Um, so <laughs> uh, these things happen. Life's not easy. And um, so who knows? All right, but uh, Twitter, Instagrams, F-U-X with that, baby. Um, I also got the great television, the podcast with Chris Laker where we talk about the water cooler shows. It's in-depth talk and analysts of these shows. Uh, get in the ring of Guns N' Roses Appreciation podcast that we brought up earlier. That is what it's about, man. It's really getting hot. Some great episodes coming up with live performances. Um, mad love to everyone here, man. Donnie and Gabe and Minnesota John Fadigate and Super Tramp and Chicken Cacciatore and everyone who has <laughs> just good work here, man. We really appreciate that. And earlier I brought up my aunt. We, we were talking about penguins. Okay. That's right. Before we talked about race relationships. We were talking about sea animals and penguins. They're black and they're white. Black exactly. Animals. Oh my there god, it, it comes together. Ultimate Boom. interracial. My girl. Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> um, I talk about how my aunt and uh, family members. We saw a bunch of penguins at the San Diego Zoo, and one was like flirting with her, and she still remembers it. And I so I text her, and MG13 was the penguin that wanted to jump <laughs> in amazing. my aunt's arm. Yeah, I text her. This how is tall great. are That's penguins? Awesome. They're, they're, they're about ye. They're I don't know why big. I thought they were three some feet tall. Some are big. Tall. Some are big. Some are going to be big. Those ones in, in Batman vary. Returns, but I don't think yeah. they're authentic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So MG13, you've probably been dead for a long time because this was like 1984. But <laughs> mad love to you, homie. Um, look, happy holidays to everyone. Whatever you celebrate, if you're a Jehovah's Witness, um, I didn't wish you one. Okay? Just happy, <laughs> happy December. <laughs> look, I don't want to alienate Prince if he listens. I'm a huge fan. Um, mad love to everyone. Spread love, dude. This is the time to spread love. And even if you listen to this past December and January, still spread love. Mm -hmm. Okay? Judge every person on a one-on-one -on -one, um, experience. Not just generalizing and shit. Everyone's different. You don't know what you're getting. But be the golden rule. Spread love. Be who you is. Until next time, you're all worth a million prizes. Thank you very much. Peace.